This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. and flunkies we're back with another episode of your home for everything current up-to-date national wrestling alliance the nwa saturday special i'm your co-host scott Rascola. joining me as always the doctor dr g george Blino. what's shaking the pleasure is all yours i'm doing good doing uh, good another week uh another week in the books yes the books is we this are summer getting- flying or is it me I think life is flying. I'm already 50. I just remember when I was 15. Anyway. Um, yeah, the summer is flying, actually. Uh, which means we are about, as of right now, uh, I guess about five weeks away, six weeks away from NWA 75. And I actually like the logo this year. They, you know, they've been doing like that goldish logo this year. It's like silvery. It actually looks kind of cool. One thing uh, Billy does pay for is graphics. Um, yes, that, of course, is happening. On it is happening on um, the 26th and 27th of August from uh, St. Louis. Uh, Ooh, that's a busy weekend <laughs> in our lives and and for wrestling. <laughs> indeed, it is. Every week is busy. We just got to stop doing things. Um, <laughs> um, so tonight we will go over uh, what happened this past Tuesday on Power. And then give you an updated NWA 75 card. Because we got lots of matches booked now. Some stuff is locked in for Saturday night. Some stuff is locked in for Sunday night. And then some stuff's kind of in limbo. We're not sure when it's happening. Um, so, when we last left you, uh, EC3, the national heavyweight champion, dropped the belt in the ring and walked out. Which Joe Galley apparently pulled out of his ass. That apparently that means that EC3 is, I guess, cashing in. Something? I don't know. Anyway, he is the number one contender. I don't know what the fuck that was about. It's just it just seemed very messy, but that's what NWA does sometimes with its with its booking storylines. So EC three will be taking on Tyrus in the main event Sunday night, the twenty seventh, for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. And uh Billy, you gotta do what's right for business. Just telling you. Gotta do what's best for business. Um the rest of the card, uh, there's some matches here and matches there, and we'll get to those in a minute. But let's talk about this past Tuesday on Power. Uh, we'll begin with a singles match. Colby Carino defeated Alex Taylor um, at 623. Of course, Colby Carino is the number one contender for the junior heavyweight title, and he will take on Kerry Morton at NWA 75. Um, uh, there were some interviews. Uh, Aaron Stevens. Um, and Blunt Force Trauma were interviewed. They uh, have a match at uh, NWA 75. It's a big one. We'll tell you what it is in a little bit. Uh, 
Um, the Page Sisters, uh, including World Women's Television Champion Kenzie, were interviewed. They, she will wrestle later on in the night. Um, Tom Latimer successfully defended his World Television title. He defeated Mario Pardua in 424. And they are mentioning he's, I think he's got five now, Dr. G. Mm, five. Successful world television title defenses, which means two more. And he gets what we are praying for, a cash-in. Um, I, I do um, think your prediction of I think it's going to be eventually EC3 is the champion and then Latimer and EC3 are going to be a main event, you know, some another pay-per-view down the road. He is officially at five wins. So he beat Jordan Clearwater on February 12th. The next night, the next episode, he defeated Rhett Titus. Then he defeated Garrison Creed uh, at the MAW SDW Supercard in Bloomington, Minnesota. The fuck did that? It was on your birthday. The fuck did that happen? Um, then an episode of Power, he and EC3 wrestled to a draw. Then on April 8th, he defeated, uh, Fodder. And then on July 8th, he defeated Jay Bradley on the, um, at that charity show, he defeated Jay Bradley. And then on Power, he defeated Marco Padua, Mario Padua. So he does have five successful television title defenses. Now, I don't know if the draw is considered a successful defense because he didn't lose the title. If it does count, then he only needs one more win, Dr. G. Think about it. He can get one more TV title in between now and that weekend. Just saying. Mm, never know. Just saying. Am I being too optimistic? Probably. But Probably. that's why you and I are here. <laughs> but that's why you and I are here the greatest NWA podcast in the world that's not rigged um in the tag team match uh in a USA tag team tournament qualifier Daisy Kill and Talos defeated Magic Inc the team of Cody James and Jake Dumas uh and then the other qualifier former U.S. tag team champions the Fixers Jay Bradley and Wrecking Ball Ligurski defeated the Spectaculars of Brady Pierce and Rush Freeman and then Kenzie Page successfully defended her World Women's Television title. She defeated Samantha Starr, who was, of course, Baby Doll's daughter. And i got to be honest, Doctor, as much as I love her to death, she still needs work. The match was a little sloppy. Yes, um, it was. Samantha Starr could, needs a little more seasoning. But I love her to death, and you know I love her mom. So, um, not a bad episode. Uh, of course, as Dr. G mentioned, uh, earlier this week, the NWA did a show in Boca Raton with some other promotion. Um, I don't know who that was, but um, it was they a, did do oh, Boca Raton something wrestling. I forgot what it is. <laughs> Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. Something <laughs> it like seems so easy. Boca Raton Championship Wrestling, whatever that is. Um, so not a bad episode. Any thoughts, uh, Doctor, on the episode? You know, again, the in-ring work is usually pretty solid. You know, the women's match was a little sloppy, but I mean, for the most part, everything's solid. It's just. I guess what I miss is I miss the the desk, you know, when when it was, you know, I agree. Uh, I agree. Uh, 
what's his name from Sean Mooney, Hollywood, well, yeah, Marquez. Sean Marquez, Dave. You know, like it, it, it just set up things a little bit more. Uh, you know, you remember when Strictly Business went out there and they were, you know, uh, you know, they were mouthing off and you had everything going on with that. I don't know. It just, it just seems like all of a sudden you're in the ring and you're kind of supposed to guess what the, what the storyline's supposed to be. Right. That is true. I agree with you on that. I do miss the, uh, I do miss the, uh, the, um, desk work. I do. Had continuity with the storyline. Like, I, I, I feel like what they, were, what they were doing is they were taking an older concept with the, you know, the studio wrestling and putting a little modern spin on it. And that's what we loved about it. I think that's what really attracted us. And now I don't really see it anymore. Now we're just getting in these small venues but there's no charm to it there's no you know nothing i don't know there's just you know that sometimes they do these backstage ones which is fine i don't mind the backstage interviews but occasionally but right. i don't there was just something about being at that desk you know that the that that yep. set yep i agree with you i agree but i, All right, I, so I don't, I don't know if we're ever going to get it back again it doesn't seem like i don't know either seems like he wants to do you know have fucking dipshit clown tag teams um, which, fortunately, they were not on the show this week. So here is the official card at the moment for NWA 75, which, again, will take place Saturday, August 26th, and Sunday, August 27th from um, uh, from um, St. Louis, from the uh, Chase. It, it, so it night actually one, was Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. Oh, my God. That's like coming up with a very creative tag team name of Knox and Murdoch. Um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so night one, we have uh, two title matches and a pair of number one contenders matches, technically. So Camille and Natalia Markova in the rematch for the NWA World Women's Championship. The rematch. Um... Now that I know that this is on Saturday, I don't think Natalia Markova wins. I thought they were only wrestling once and that this match was on Sunday. And I thought that they were, that Markova would win and Camille could go off into the sunset. But I don't think she's going to lose on the first night. I, I don't see that happening. Uh, we'll do our predictions in a few weeks. But yeah, uh, uh, guess who is re- who else is wrestling twice? Well, maybe wrestling twice. Our world tag team champions, La Rebellion, Bestia, Cace, 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 and Mecha Wolf, <laughs> taking on BFT, Blunt Force Trauma, the team of Carnage and Damage, of course, Rodney Mack and uh, Marche Rocket, with Aaron Stevens as manager. Um, then we have for the for another year, Dr. G, the Burke Invitational Gauntlet. So the winner of this gauntlet will get a shot at the world women's title the next night. Your participants at the moment, Allison Kay, CJ, Heather Monroe, MJ Jenkins, Ruthie J, a lot of J's, Samantha <laughs> Starr, Sierra, Taylor Rising, The Woad, the fuck is The Woad, W-O-A-D, and some to-be-determined participants. And then the other match on night one that's set in stone for night one is the 
showdown final for the number one contender spot for the U.S. tag team titles between the former champions, the Fixers, and Daisy Kill and Talos. Night two, so Sunday night, these matches are set for Sunday night. We'll have the Camille Natalia Markova winner against the Burke Invitational winner for the women's title. The Daisy Kill Talos or Fixers winner will take on the champions, the country gentlemen, AJ Kazana, Anthony Andrews for the U.S. tag team titles. La Rebellion or Blunt Force Trauma will defend the tag team titles against Knox and Murdoch. That'll be fun. Yep. And then, of course, as expected, Tyrus will defend the world's heavyweight championship against uh, EC3. And according to this, all the other belts will be on the line. So we will get, uh, of course, Kerry Morton defending the world junior heavyweight title against Colby Carino. I think like overall that could be bag that he is. little yeah. shitbag that he is. But I will say this. I do think, I do think that um, it could be the match of the weekend. Could be. Could be. The national heavyweight title is vacant, and we already have our three participants in a triple threat. Your favorite thing, Dr. G, guy uh, matches with more than two guys. Um, so the participants are Thrillbilly Silas, Odinson, and Kratos. 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 So a three-way match for the vacant National Heavyweight Championship. Of course, EC3 relinquished it to go after uh, Tyrus. Tom Latimer will defend the TV title. Kenzie Page will defend the World Women's TV title. And uh, M95, Maddie and uh, Missa Kate will defend well, the... Well, since you yeah, have all these championships, do we have the uh, Boca Raton uh, championship rest? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it a belt with pink? Is it got, like, pink leather and, like, polka dot? Polka it is. It's got, it's like, the Flor- Florida colors and, you know, that, like, you know, that uh, teal and that pink. Oh, jeez. So it looks like you know who their alternates. You know who their commissioner is? Your cousin, uh, your brother-in-law. No, <laughs> it, it's Brutus, the barber. Oh, Jesus. Oh, so everybody gets paid in cocaine. All right. Scotty Hotties there. Uh, no. Kyla King wrestles. The, you know, they, they have like all the people on their roster. Matt Taven. So they have some, uh, you know, P- 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 Gangrel, Ricky Morton, Dirty Dango. So they have some. You know, Scotty Too Hotty, like people that we're familiar with. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it looks it looks like they do a pretty good job with their product. I mean, it, it looked like the show probably wound up being a nice show. Yeah. Um, so we'll, if they had a camera, then we'll, I'm sure we'll get some. But so we should have the um, the Bo- Boca Raton Heavyweight Championship. Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> Play to wings from the Circus Bar or Circus Lounge, whatever the hell you guys had. Um, anyway, uh, and don't, we can't forget Matt Cardona will be at NWA 75 in a match against, uh, somebody, you know, I, I thought he was going to be in the WWE by now. Well, his wife is, his wife's one half of the women's tag team champions. I know. I I thought that was happening, but I know crazy, right? It is crazy. And it's, uh, you know, uh, a lot of you know, you see a lot of movement going on now. You know, with some of the mid-level guys. 
you know, to the different companies. I concur. I think we need so. some more. We need some more talent in the NWA. <laughs> That's for sure. So there you go. So we have four matches set for night one. Uh, all four of those matches implicate have implications for matches the next night. Pretty much all of them, because you've got the Camille Natalia Markova winner will take on the Burke winner on Sunday. The La Rebellion Blunt Force Trauma winner will be the champions, and then they'll defend it against Knox and Murdoch on Sunday. And then the Daisy Kill and Talos versus Fixers winner will take on the Country Gentleman for the U.S. Tag Team titles. So, meanwhile, the other belts. All will be on the line. Uh, Kerry, they haven't decided what night Kerry Morton and Colby Carino is. I think it'd be that, that'd be good on Sunday. That'd be a good opener on Sunday. I don't like Colby Carino as a face. I really don't. No. You like him as a smug fucking shitbag? Shit yeah, bag. but you know what? Kerry Morton's kind of a good little shitbag, too. So, I don't know. Anyway. I'll tell you, if and Kerry then, Morgan, uh, Kerry Morton, Morgan. Kerry Morgan. <laughs> Kerry Morgan. <laughs> Sounds like a point guard. 20, uh, 20 or 25 pounds and put some, like, just chisel himself up a little bit he could right he could be the ultimate heel he really could be he's he's yeah, I agree. decent on the stick i mean not great but he's he's definitely better as a heel because it is easier to be a heel it's easier to be a shit bag to be honest yeah i agree than this to be nice you're a freaking heel i you're am a shit bag natural it's just I absolutely am. i absolutely am yep yep depends <laughs> on the promotion I'm kind of a baby face in the NWA, but in GCW, I'm a total fucking heel. I have no problem not shotting Nick Cage with a fucking cattle prod or something. Zap his fucking balls. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm such an asshole. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, the three-way match for the national title is fascinating. Three guys I actually like. Thrillbilly Silas, Odinson, and Kratos. So that should be interesting. Tom Latimer will get it. Will defend both both of them. Both uh, Tom Latimer and Kenzie Page will defend their TV titles. My man Magic Jake Dumas not on there. I have his shirt and everything. You do. <laughs> I have the Ill Begotten shirt, and they're not even a fucking team anymore. Um, <laughs> they're not even a faction. Um, and of course, the women's tag team champions, as I mentioned, M ninety five, Maddie and Missa Kate will defend their titles, and then Matt Cardona has an open challenge. So, um. Yeah. So as the weeks progress here on the Saturday special, we'll keep keep you updated on the card and see which matches slide into which nights. Um, but we do know that Camille will defend the title on Saturday in the first of two, what looks like will be two women's title matches. Lada Bellion will defend the title for the first of two, possibly two matches. So we're going to have two women's title matches, two tag team title matches. We'll have a U.S. title match, a world title match, and then all the others. So the women's title and the tag titles will be defended twice. So somebody's wrestling twice. Camille or Natalia Markova will wrestle twice. And uh, Lada Bellion or BFT will wrestle twice. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with Camille in this. I agree. I, I would have sworn if they weren't doing, if they were just doing one match and Camille was wrestling on Sunday, I would have totally expected her to drop the belt to Natalia Markova and I always say go off into the sunset, maybe take some time off 
you know, maybe her and Tom Latimer want to have a little chickadee. Never know. You know, freshly married. Maybe she wants to be a mommy. Who knows? Maybe. Not. I'm not presuming yeah. anything, but you never know. So, um, yeah. Uh, today, uh, last night, we obviously we were taping this, but if you're listening to this on Saturday morning, last night was Ring of Honor's Death Before Dishonor. If you want to hear a full preview of that before watching the show, check out this uh, this week's episode of the main event that dropped yesterday. Myself, Nate, and Steve, we previewed Death Before Dishonor. We had a busy week this week on the feed. Uh, Monday was um, uh, Place to Be Podcast. Uh, we did um, Breaking Point 2009. It was myself, uh, JR, and Steve Bennett. Uh, Tuesday was Pot of Honor. Uh, Steve Willie and I went back to 2009 for a show that was fittingly in Detroit, since that's where SummerSlam will be. Um, Wednesday, I'm curious your thoughts on this, Dr. G. I want to talk to you about this. I know in the back end of our shows, I usually bring up other topics, but this past week's episode, this month's episode, July, of Through the Looking Glass, Dave Hall and I, interesting question. What if, Dr. G? You listening? What if? Yep, I'm here. What if? I thought maybe you were defending the Boca Raton Television Championship on Channel, you know, 69. Hey. Um, hey. Um, what if in an alternate universe, Dr. G, Hulk Hogan was not the third man that started the NWO? What if it was Bret Hart? What if it was Sting? Well, was Sting was the backup because Hogan wasn't sure. Like uh, Correct. Bishop. Sure. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. It wouldn't have done as well as it would have. I kind of thought that Steve, uh, Dave disagreed with me. I thought that that Sting may not have appealed to the masses like a Hollywood Hogan did. No. Because the whole purpose of the whole thing that made it successful is because they blurred the lines when they brought over guys from the WWF. Now, I understand that Hogan was in um was in the WCW already but he was from the WWF like that's Correct. where he was more popular so i think now Bret Hart um listen Bret Hart is one of the best wrestlers of all time in terms of actual in-ring wrestling but he did not have the appeal he had the appeal to the masses in in Canada obviously i don't right. think he was as over in the United States i don't think if Bret Hart had gone over, uh, I don't think it would have had the impact. Right. Now, if he if they did the NWO angle after the Montreal, then that might have worked with Bret Hart, if you know what I'm saying. I do know that, what you're saying. That story was very hot at the time. But if he would have went over back in 96, I, I just don't think it would have meant this much. I really don't. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know how he argued. I mean, I, he was more arguing for Sting, I guess. Uh, or was he saying Bret Hart would be the best, you know. What, he thought Bret would have been fine. I just think Bret would not have been the mouthpiece. I think Nash might have been the mouthpiece. I don't think we that would have won. I don't think they would have beat Raw for 83 weeks. With Well, here's the thing, too. It's a ripple effect. Because the next thing we, the next question we, what if there was no NWO at all? What if WCW just kept doing what they were doing? It's a ripple effect because you don't know what Kevin Nash or Scott Hall would have done when they got to WCW. And also, if WCW was not a threat to Vince 
would he have been so anxious or to jump into what would have become the Attitude Era? You know, would he that's have needed a, the Attitude Era if WCW wasn't a threat? That's a fair point. I I do you think know? that uh, um, WCW probably would have still beat WWE, maybe not as handily as they did, but I think they would have still beat them if they didn't have the NWO. And Vince, right. was, Vince was getting desperate because he was, you know, remember they took the water coolers out of the office, you know, the whole deal that you all hear. So, um, but that's true. I think Vince is at his best when he has competition. And you noticed, when did the product in WWE start getting better in, the, in recent times when AEW came around? They, well, he, was st- he still would have had competition, G. It's not like the WCW wasn't there. It's just WCW would not have been. What well, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like tougher competition. All right, let's put it that way. All right, that that makes more sense because he had competition. It just wasn't that good. But I don't know if WCW would have dominated for that. You know, like they did. I think it might have been like, well, okay, one week Raw wins, one week. You know, it would have been like a neck and neck type of thing. Now, right. would Vince, if Vince wanted to put him away, maybe he would have been desperate and he would have done something. But I don't know. You know, that that's a very interesting point because so, anyway, that's a tough one to totally predict. But but yeah. I tell you right now, there would be no way that Bret Hart and Sting would have made the impact that Hogan did. Say what you want. I, I, I said that. I said that. D- Dave tried to look at both sides. I don't. Anyway, listen to the show. Listen to the, the newest episode. It dropped this past Wednesday of Through the Looking Glass. I think you'll enjoy it. Only way episode of. My thing is the only way Bret Hart would have if it happened after the Montreal incident. Yeah, by then I think it would have been too late. Because they uh, already Now, he had up. left in 96. Remember, he was supposed to leave in 96, possibly. That's different. They uh, totally used him wrong when he got to WCW. Uh, yeah, that's, a whole other, that's a whole other episode. They could have really, <laughs> if Bischoff was smart, they, they were smart enough at that, that time, they could have really, really did some. Yeah, well, they did. Had some fun with that one, but they didn't. Well, so. that's a whole other episode. Uh, <laughs> anyway. And a new episode of Nation Invasion, uh, James Grooney Grunberg and Steve Riddle. And new stuff this weekend, of course, uh, coming up later. If you're just listening to this as it dropped and it's early morning uh, uh, where you are, later this afternoon at 2 o'clock Eastern time will be a new episode of the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Uh, Sunday, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Saturday, new episode of YouTube Roulette. And then Monday, new episode of the Monday Night Project and all, all fun stuff next week as well. So... Uh, All the great stuff here on the old Reliable, the PTB Wrestling Network. Uh, Have a good weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Uh, And we will talk to you next Saturday morning for another episode. We'll see if any advancements towards NWA 75 happen. Have a good weekend. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao. Ciao.